Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Spongile Mufuking on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. Mm, such a beautiful one coming there from Minister Lombard Machinge Minati, reminding me of when I was still growing up. Um, and I remember this song was sang by Rosaline Morabedi, and she is, if I'm, uh, if I'm correct, she's now late. Mm. She's now late. She used to sing that. Meroslin Murapedi. We used to watch her on TV, uh, on Mopeme and others. I remember her, Meroslin Murapedi, but she was a child of God. She loved to sing and uh, she sang. Uh, she was on, on Gospel Gold. I remember we used to watch her on Gospel Gold as well as she would be singing the song. So he modified it and he is singing it uh, today. Uh, she, I'm talking about Menos Rosaline. Uh, she was on also, what is that um, uh, drama also that she, 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 uh, she was on? Um, she was on Mopeme, she was on Tulona Tsasitepu, um, she was on Malonya. Um, sure, I remember those days when I was still in primary and they used to sing that song. So, wow, wow, wow. She has been um, an actor, also has acted with um, Togozani Ngosi, uh, the husband to Bunolo Ngosi as well. They've been in one of the uh, uh, storylines together, in one of the dramas together as well. So, uh, wow, wow, wow. Mm. Yeah, so he took me back. But right now, (laughs) you're on Heart to Heart. Come back with me. I took you back, so let me bring you back together with me. And I'm just about to talk to my queen, the founder and CEO of Reach Art SA. I'm talking to Retavile Molapisani. Mewa Lili, Mewa Mohaoli, Nete. Hakitibi waikikadile kangwanana marikikadile kayena lilasbon. Mewa Niti Lili Limuhao. Rita, how are you? I am well. I am well, my queen. When are you talking about Rosalind Murapedi? Do you remember her? I do remember her. I'm not sure what I'm talking She used to sing this song. And Nerumusheba on your gospel golds. Wabona mus. Yatana kutzela. Emandulo. Golden oldies. So yeah, and Tatima Chingi just took that song and revived it. And revived it. Yeah, she passed on at the age of 52 in 1997. Marayo. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. My queen, we are here today. We're talking mental health and raising a child with special needs, especially with autism, children on the spectrum, um, and the importance of even having support, um, how we can also support parents affected uh, by autism in their space when they're raising a child like that. Um, I was reading something, and you will tell me how true this is. And mm-hmm. it says that parents with children with special needs, especially those on the spectrum, are often exhausted and frequently become depressed. How true is that? Um, it's very true, unfortunately. Um, research has shown that 
at least 68% of that group of parents um, have to go through a diagnosis of depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, you know, um, and other stress-related mental illnesses. What brings about this, my queen? Because I think most of us do not understand why would a parent be depressed <laughs> when you're raising your child? Mm. You know, um, what people need to understand that are not in the situation of special needs parents, especially those with autism, is the fact that raising a special needs child, especially on autistic one or an autism diagnosed one, mm. is very stressful. Not only behavioral issues, which is what you deal with every single day because the child is dysregulated, the child, you know, doesn't understand the world that we live in, how everything works. They are constantly acting out. And secondly, financially, it's also strenuous mm-hmm. because such a child would require medical intervention, you would have to have them diagnosed by a neuropediatrician. We know those are really expensive privately. But even if you do go to a public hospital, certain medications that private hospitals offer are not, you know, um, will not, um, you know, work necessarily. And the doctor might prescribe something that the hospitals don't cover, which you have to pay for out of pocket. Mm. On top of that, you have to deal with child care. Hmm. You can't go anywhere when you have an autistic child hmm. and just leave your child with just anyone hmm. because they are that demanding and they are that sensitive. So you need to find someone, you know, that is held accountable to say, you can look after my child and I know that you're well best to do it. And you have to pay many times. Mm, many mm. times we live away from family, we live in the city, you know, you have to pay for child care. That is expensive. And sometimes even the family, even if they are close, they might not even understand what the child is going through. Why is Hamushapi? That is also true. And mm. many of them will say, you know, <laughs> Mm, 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 <laughs> you know, you know, so you can't even visit family, sure. you know, um, so it's a very stressful situation. And also on your marriage as well, because you are constantly exhausted. Half the time the conversation is about this child mm. and what this child needs. You know, and many times mothers are the ones who carry the biggest load because the way Mudimu Arayan is mothers, we are nurturers. We are usually the ones who are really hyper zoned in into the, the needs of our kids. Mm-hmm. So we feel a heavy weight of responsibility from that angle to find information, you know, to make sure that the child is right. There's also those dietary requirements as well. You know, the kind of diet they need is very expensive, gluten-free, you know, um, mm, lactose-free, mm. you know. So it's, it's a lot. And many times fathers are also going through their own emotional denial stage, mm, you know, mm. of having a child with special needs. And so the mother carries 
a lot of the burden. There's also a lot of resentment from the mother's side. Or why are you not helping me? Mm. Why am I pulling the load alone? So mm. those tensions really destroy marriages as well. And you can imagine how stressed you you are as a woman or as a mother, knowing that you do not have control over your relationship, the relationship you have with your child, the relationship you have with money. You know, it's a lot. Mm. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what are some of the things that we need to make people aware of, especially our relatives, especially our neighbors, our church groups, or even a church itself? Because I've heard of uh, parents also being told to take their children outside, children with um, autism, some even taken out from the mother room. Uh, the mother's room oh. is normally where the babies sit, but you find a mother raising a child with autism, the child is a little bit older than these babies. So they are chucked outside and you find a lot of our mothers um, not attending church anymore. So what do we say? What message are we saying to our churches, our neighbors, our families, um, especially in terms of them knowing the kind of children that these, um, that, 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 are diagnosed with autism let me put it the right way children that are diagnosed with autism like what would they show up with and so what they can expect i think the most important thing that people need to understand is that autism is a physiological condition just like someone who is diagnosed with migraines um someone who's diagnosed with epilepsy someone that is diagnosed with bipolar, you know, all of these are medical conditions. And I'm mentioning these specifically because these are mental conditions. Mm. Autism is a mental condition. It's a medical condition. It's a physiological condition Mm. that many times affects, you know, how a person is able to have a relationship between their mind and their body. Mm. What happens in the mind is completely different from how the body is responding. There is a disconnect because it is mostly a chemical disconnection or a chemical imbalance condition. So once Mm. we understand that, that these are patients, these are people that are not well, that many times need medication because medication is in the form of brain hormones or chemicals that help those brain hormones that are lacking to be increased, to be more effective, then we can begin to treat people with empathy. The same empathy you would um, give someone who doesn't know how to walk, who has to use a wheelchair or who's limping to say this person has a disability. Even though autism is not... You know, it doesn't have that kind of presentation where there's a certain look, you know, of an autistic person that you can say, okay, that's, you know, like Down syndrome, for example. Down syndrome has a special feature. So, you know, we need to ask more questions, I think, because, you know, it is in asking that you are able to understand what's really going on Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. we make judgments, before we say there's no room for you. I personally have gone through this experience a lot, you know, in spiritual communities where you have to advocate for your child all the time. Some communities are willing to accept your child and accept the family, but may not have capacity. Others don't want to know. 
<laughs> you know, you mm. are disrupting us. This is not what a good Christian family or a good Christian, you know, child is supposed to behave. They don't want to yeah. hear it. Yeah. You know, because it's associated with um, evil spirits, it's associated with lack of discipline, you know, and all the stigmas that surround problematic. What's happening to the parent during that time when you are isolated because of that, when you are is ostracized or, <laughs> yeah, when that is used against you, be it in church, in some families as well? What's happening mentally to this um, family, to this mother, to this father who's raising that child? I will speak from experience. Mm. I think the first thing that you go through, especially with those very close connections like your religious community, because it's a spiritual connection, Mm. Mm. your family, the blood bond, you know, these are spaces that you expect unconditional love. Mm. And when that happens, it really, really hurts deeply. You go through depression. You go through feeling rejected. You go through, you know, um, deep, deep sadness and sorrow. Physically, I have shook. You know, even just thinking about going back to those places, it increases your level of anxiety. You know, on Sundays, my anxiety goes through the roof. There isn't a Sunday I do not experience an emotional breakdown after my interaction with such communities, Mm. with my kids. Mm, mm, mm. So, you know, it's deeply wounding. And it also makes you question in those times, where is God? Hmm. Where is Jesus? Mm. Is this how he would have received me if he was here? You know, it really makes you begin to also question your relationship with God and the relationship, you know, that Christ has with the church and your personal relationship as a believer mm. with the church community. Mm, mm, mm. So anxiety becomes part of the parents. Most of the times they are anxious now because we don't know where to go, who to visit. Um, Your house might be dangerous for a child. You might be dangerous for a child. Um, We don't even want people to come visit us because you might start judging us the way we're raising our children, not knowing that we are raising a child who is sick. Mm. Sure. Sure. So... I I need us to just take a break and then come back to talk about how then to maintain a balance when you are raising such a child. I think when you're thinking about it, then the child is a handful. One is a handful. Um, What more if the parents have more than one? Um, And you have mentioned so, so many things. It's physiological. It's mental. So it means it covers a whole being. The whole person in totality. So what exactly should be done for the parents to be at their best mentally? Um, How can we also, as the outside community, get involved and help and um, also learn from this parent? Because, yeah, we might be afraid of your child from a distance. We're like, ah, that one. I don't even want them to visit my house. That one. 
but not knowing what you're dealing with, that you are cracking, you are breaking, you're also being pulled away from the presence of the Lord. So how do we also become of good help for you as a church? How do we become of good help for you as your sisters and brothers if you're one in our family who's raising a child with autism? We're coming back. As easy as the touch of a button. The message of life on 657 AM. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Sounds of life. That's Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 657 AM. That's where you're at. Gave you the sound of Todd Dulani. Victory belongs to Jesus. You're on Heart to Heart with me. Mwa, Sbongi, Lemufuking, Tot Driir. And Agasnialien, Marek Brat, Met Meikuaningen, Ritabile Molapisani, the CEO and founder of Reach Ord SA. We're talking about mental health and raising a child with autism. And I see Ndademusiamit Alang. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon to you. Good day to you. Thank you so much for tuning in and being with us. And uh, yes, when we left, uh, we left off somewhere <laughs> with you, Ritabile. But now we are coming back to. How we can now maintain balance in this space, Ritabile? Um, yes. So you know, I I'm an academic, and I I love to read you know research um, papers that give us context. Just hold it right us, there. Let's you know? see if this one is for us. Hi, family. How are you? I'm okay. Ha, ah, See, welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. My sister, how are you there? I'm well. I'm well, my brother. I'm well. Ah, thank God for your teaching. Well, this is just one thing Yeah. I was listening to the foundation of condition. Yeah. I was listening to the condition. Yeah. And I buy as good spiritual angel. one time, umfano amasese na seven years. Sivala she eka haya wakoko. Wakno monyumto na bega na yule condition. Yes. Ati bati bashi libaja wapi watati nyama ya umfano. Yes. Umanke tu tata le nyama la baba Indian community. Mm. I can beat him. Mm. He does not know. He is not aware that what he's doing is wrong. He's wrong. Yes. Yeah, he's not aware. It won't help even if I can beat him because you know he won't know that he did 
what he did was wrong. Mm. 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 Then it's no use for me to beat him. I'll go to my mom. She'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll give me another me meat. Um, it was published in 2023. 
it shows that 91% was positive on that scale, ranging from mild to severe, hmm. showing us that in South Africa, this study was done in KwaZulu-Natal in the rural areas. It shows that you know the prevalence of burden of care in South Africa is very, very high and severe. Hmm. And the unfortunate part of it is this particular community of individuals you know, it's a huge number. Um, we don't have resources and mm. we don't have help mm. to help us with our depression or our mental, you know, um, incapacity to cope. And our government only provides funding for inpatient patients, okay. so inpatient care. So for you and me who have kids on the spectrum, have kids that have a permanent disability, we are on our own. There really aren't any, you know, even medical, you know, um, attention that we can specifically get from our public hospitals because of that. So most of what can help us with treatment, um, once we are diagnosed by a doctor for going through a post-traumatic stress incident, you know, where you have a meltdown, where you yourself feel like you, you know, you have suicidal thoughts, you know, those are some of the symptoms of depression, loss of interest in um, the things that you usually like to do, isolation, wanting to always be alone by yourself, you and your family, you know, um, anger episodes of just lashing out at everyone, you know, mm. anything just tips you off the edge, you're edgy all the time, you are not sleeping well. You know, most parents report insomnia, myself included. I really struggle with insomnia, you know. Um, so these are some of the symptoms that, you know, people that are depressed or going through post-traumatic stress disorder go through. But we are unable to find, you know, help in our public institutions, you know, hmm. um, because of those priorities. However, there are ways in which we can get help. All right. around us and these can be you know free resources that we can use and leverage around us because this particular community is very uh, financially constrained um you can use your counsel as a church most churches have got counseling you know um groups or meetings or you know uh, facilities where you know you will be told that there's a counseling team. You can talk so, to someone after church. So retabulate for prayer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. No. Continue. It's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or you can you know speak to your pastor, or you know try and connect yourself with community. I think you know that's important because unless people know what's going on, then they are unable to help. That's the first place to start. All right. Um, in terms of raising awareness in your own family, how do you go about doing that and also to let them know and understand that you need them, you need their support? It's been a very long journey, honestly, um, because my first son was diagnosed in 2015. This was about 11 years ago. And, you know, there are those that you thought would understand and they said they understood, and you brought your child with you, and they wanted to tell you how you must deal with your child. Hmm. You know, so the, the you know it's been it's it's been a journey. But I think what I had to do was to focus on myself and my own emotional and mental. State.
state of mind. Because if you are not in the right state of mind, it affects your relationships with everyone, hmm. including your child that needs the care. Hmm. So hmm. I made a conscious decision that I would shut out the noise and the voices that were speaking and condemning, hmm. you know, and I distanced myself from my family. And I found that that spoke volumes to them hmm. than me trying to explain to them my situation. Hmm. The silence spoke a lot to them. Mm. So after 11 years, family is now coming in to say, you have been quiet for long enough. You know, we want to become part of your children's lives. So now they are willing to listen. Sure. So it's a strategy that has worked for me. I am not saying it's the right strategy for everyone, but mm. sometimes you need to close the door, shut out the noise, focus on what you are going through, focus on your family, focus on healing, focus on God. All righty then. Sure. Your message to our families uh, who are affected by autism, um, and it's really hard for them to cope your closing statements to them? My closing statement to them is you don't have to go through this alone. You know, I think um, over the decades, like the past decade, mm. a lot has been said about autism. WhatsApp groups are accessible now. A lot of people have WhatsApp on their phones. There's a few groups that um, I, you know, I'm happy to leave my contacts um, with the radio station that I will, I can share with, you know, whoever requires them. Mm. I also have a website um, where they can get in touch with me directly from there. I will share that as well. You know, connect yourself with community that understands, you know, where you are at with people that have been further along the journey than you. Also connect yourself with faith-based communities. You may not be able to go to church, but there are WhatsApp groups you can join with fellow believers. You know, certain ministries have got WhatsApp groups. They've got online, um, you know, online home cells. Mm. Be connected. Secondly, family members, continue to speak to them when they are willing to engage about your needs, they will come back and say, what can we do to help? So they can do a lot of things. I've written a publication recently um, in Afri Autism Magazine. Mm. Um, the details are also on my website on this particular um, topic on how can families help. Mm, mm. Taking the kids on a weekend would be great. Mm. Even if you are not able to take your sister's children or your fellow church member's children to your own home, saying to them, I'm available on this particular weekend, can I come into your home so you can have time to sleep, mm. time to get out, time to just breathe, is a huge, huge help mm. for parents with special needs that are constantly with their children. Secondly, you can help with a meal. You can volunteer to say, okay, you know, we can clap together as a couple of ladies in the church and maybe over this month, let's be a blessing to Sister Rukavile and see who can offer a meal once a week. 
those small gifts just really go a long way. Sure. Because you are giving the mother time to rest, yeah. you know. Um, and also be mm. willing to learn, you know, be willing to learn, be teachable, ask questions. How can we meet your family halfway? Mm. In the successful engagements I've had with certain ministries, they were willing to sit down and say, you know your child best. How can we accommodate your family? Mm. And then we were able to sit down and work out a way in which the children can still be part of the Sunday school. They developed a team of willing members of the church, four people. Every person does a Sunday. Mm. And then the parents can become part of the community and benefit from hearing the word of God and restoring their souls. Mm. So there's many ways, many practical ways. We also help churches with that kind of information and strategies and ideas on how that can be done to make churches more inclusive. Wow. Ritabile, thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon and raising awareness on this as well to make everybody know that um, when you see them even crying for no apparent reason, understand, be it at work, be it at church, be it sometimes you meet them at, at the mall, be of good, of good help, ask what you can do and how you can help and uh, um, be there for them as well. Um, sometimes um, they are not even coming to church. Sometimes they're not coming to the family gatherings. Ask and find out. Reach out and love. We're talking to Reach What SA, <laughs> Ritabile Molapisani, the founder and the CEO. So how do we get uh, some of these resources that you were talking about? I know that you also have a site. Can we check onto your site as well, a website that we can get? Tell us about a little bit more about that. Um, yes, so I do um, have a website. Um, it's www.reachresources, reachresources.co.za. Um, I have put on the website um, some of my recent publications about my own journey um, with our neurodiverse kids. And um, you can also be able to um, get the WhatsApp um, button there that you can click and then it directly gives you access to me um, on my cell phone. So you can communicate with me there. And I'm happy, always happy to and willing to serve um, our community in that way. Mm -hmm. So we will also get your numbers right there on the website. You will also get my numbers right there on the website. It's got a cute little green button. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's and w- you can find me there. So it's www.reachortresources.co.za. Correct. R E A C So it's reachortresources.co.za and that's where you can also find uh, Rita's um, number where you can connect and talk to her right through that. Um, Rita, I know it's not an easy one, especially for you raising two children diagnosed on the spectrum um, um, with autism um, and uh, one with ADHD, but may the Lord keep keeping you, strengthening you, empowering you further. And um, yeah, may he intervene even in your space 
And uh, may he bring peace in your space and good health for your children. We love you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for opening our eyes. Uh, May the Lord also help us to go and minister to love to others that are in our spaces. We love you, Rita. Have a great one. Pass our love and greetings to your family. Thank you, family. Bye. Bye-bye. So that is Rita Ritabile Molapisani, CEO and founder of Reach Ord SA. Um, and uh, yo, she has given us a wealth of information right there. Um, and she has shared quite a lot, even from her own experiences uh, that she has gone through with autism in her space. As I said, she's raising two boys with autism um, and uh, on the spectrum divided. The other one is that side. The other one is that side of the spectrum and a young, beautiful girl as well um, with ADHD. And um, she is now empowering others. Um, and we are trusting God for her. So you'd like to be in contact with her. She is Ritamula Pisani and her website is reachort resources.co.za she's also on um, Instagram reach out SA even on Facebook reach out SA feel the pulse of real life on 657 AM do you need prayer WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life. A winning team on the road to eternity.